Two Humorous Nurses with Kelly and Alicia, the podcast that shamelessly overshares. Welcome to episode 24 of Two Humorous Nurses, where we plan to bring you funny, informal, conversational chat about all things nursing. Guess who's back? (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) Have you missed me? Yes. Lies. Well, I have had a um, like another co-host, which isn't the same. I know, but, but it, that, that actually that last episode was so good. I, I, they've all been good, but that I, that one, I mean, because I know no, obviously yeah. Jess and Stefan, <laughs> it was so nice and really funny. And it was fun to record like not on Zoom because a lot of the others have been on Zoom. Oh, I, so I, it was for nice some reason, I assume um, Steph must have been on Zoom. No, we're all in the same room. Oh, I was yeah. just very close to my mic. Mm, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> it did sound a bit like that. But it was hard to edit. You know, <laughs> can't be avoided sometimes. So today we have like a Mother's Day special. Yeah. Because we're both mothers. I know. <laughs> this is my first Mother's Day. Time that beautifully, Ollie. We just put um, little baby Olive down to bed. She did a poo in my arms. What more can I ask for? You give me the shit, so yeah. it makes sense. <laughs> The apple, you know, and the tree, all that. Yeah. <laughs> she looked me dead in the eye too and then she went, Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good girl. That's my girl. Uh, so, tell us. I know. I'm so I haven't heard this yet. I know. And oh. we've put it on. So, it's been two weeks and a couple of days, I guess. Uh, two weeks and three days since she's been born. And I've seen you like three I times. <laughs> I haven't been able I know, to like, tell don't you anything. anything. Don't say anything. I don't know. Anything. I'm so excited. Um, okay. So the whole pregnancy, I was convinced I was going to go early. And I had all these midwives going, oh, there's no way you're going to go to term. You're so active. Rah, rah, rah. So pretty much from 38 weeks, I was I like, know. this baby is coming. <laughs> like, and it was an, you're, you were losing control because you had no yes. control. You were ready. You were prepped. You'd already decided you were going to be an overachiever and she's going to come. And then when she didn't come and there was no movement, you're like getting angry. Oh, and mate. I was like, <laughs> I was like even wanting to attempt my own VEs to see if I was dilated. Like, You'd be like, Mick, Mick, stick your fingers up. How? <laughs> I was like, surely it can't be that hard to feel for your cervix. Like, because you, I've used a menstrual cup, so sometimes you can yeah. feel it. Like, And it would, I'm surely it would drop a bit. No, I think it goes up. up. Yeah. So um, anyway, so I didn't do that. Though. I was like, oh no, if I got dirty something under my fingernails oh, yeah. or something, like I'd be devoted. Anyway, so that week thirty-eight was terrible. I hated it, and I was in pain, and I was bouncing on that ball like it was no tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Alicia, like the longer she stays in, the better. Yeah. Or the well, I didn't know she was a girl at that point, but you know, I was like, I just have to be grateful and have to really be positive that you know the baby's gonna come like yeah, that's right. I just had to keep reminding myself <laughs> baby's gonna come and do you know my the fucked part of my brain's going Alicia you're wasting all of your leave like oh. <laughs> sitting here waiting for a baby wasting all of your leave oh my god and I, the other part too is like because I can't do nothing so then I would do too much and then I'd be in pain and then I'd lay there and do nothing and feel guilty and then it was just this like back and forth you know head fuck so then anyway Monday the 19th. (laughs) So every time, Alicia's terrible at replying to messages anyway. So then after a few hours, I would be like, I'm going to assume you're in labour. Have a great time. (laughs) And then just leave it. And then (laughs) she'd be like, like, not in (laughs) labour. It's at the shops. So that yeah, so Monday the 19th, they're having like one of the big baby shops um, is closing down. So they were having a big sale. So I raced over there like when they opened in the morning to see what I could grab. 
and because I needed a carrier and a couple of other things. And anyway, so I go over there and had a big day shopping, like a big morning of shopping. I did all my jobs and bought way too much stuff and then came home and had a little bit of a rest <laughs> and then I was kind of going a bit crazy like I f- and I was getting that for the last few days I'd been getting really restless legs like I just needed to get up and move I was like oh I'll just walk the dogs walk the dogs three and a half kilometers <laughs> and I got and I was sending all these snapchats going walking this baby out like <laughs> you know uh, you and then <laughs> I got home my back was killing me I'm like you idiot like why did you walk so far but I felt really good like other than my back and then had a hot bath because by this time it was like that late evening, really hot bath. And I got out of the bath and I sat down um, for dinner, right? Like I just threw a nighty on, like didn't even put underwear on, like just threw a nighty on and sat down for dinner. And when I got up, I was like, oh, somehow the bath water got trapped in my vagina and now it's leaking down my leg. <laughs> And then I thought about it for a second. I'm like, that doesn't seem very reasonable. <laughs> I'm like, Mick, is that pillow wet? Because I've been, I had been sitting yeah. on pillows because my tailbone had been really sore. And he's like, uh, yes, gross. <laughs> and I was like, oh, hey, maybe my water broke. And I was like, no, no, not getting my hopes up, not doing that to myself. You yeah. know. Anyway, I went and hopefully, you know, I went and put on a pad just in case. Yeah. And, then about half an hour later, I checked it and it was full, like of pinkish. And I was like, oh, oh my God, my water did break. <laughs> I got so excited. <laughs> and um, I was like, oh my God, Mick, this is exactly what I wanted, you know, rah, rah. So I rang the midwives and, t- oh, I waited a bit just to see if any contractions started, which they did around eight o'clock at night. And um, I'd rang the midwives and just said, yep, I've had a couple of tightenings and my water's definitely broken and whatever. And they're like, okay, just keep us updated overnight. Like, what's your plan? I said, I want to labor as long as I can at home. And, um, and they're like, yep, no worries. Call us like maybe around midnight. Let us know how you're going. So I rang them at midnight and my contractions had been sort of between eight and 11 minutes apart. And they, but they were definitely intensifying and they were going for a really long time though, like almost two minutes. And I was uh, like, this is not nice. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and we live, um, like 40, 30, 40 yeah. minutes from the hospital that you're going to deliver in. Yeah. So you've got to make a decision a bit earlier. Than, yeah. 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 So then I rang them at midnight and I was like, this is what's happening. And they said, okay. Ring us when you get to four minutes apart and then come in. I was like, okay. So then within 20 minutes after midnight, I was like in the shower howling and my contractions had gone from like two and a half minutes apart to four minutes apart. And um, we, Mick, it was, Mick was so funny. He's like recording all my contractions yeah. as they're happening. And he's like after – because they do – you record four contractions and then it gives you an analysis. Oh. And every time he's like, it says we should go to the hospital. I'm like, no, we're not going to the hospital. <laughs> And then again, this time it says we really should go to the hospital. <laughs> like, we're not going to the hospital. <laughs> and it's because I think because they were going for so long. Like, mm. um, so yeah, we got to that sort of two and a half to four minutes apart. And I was like, oh shit, oh my God, I don't want to have the baby in the car so yeah. quickly. And because Mick was really good, he packed the car really early, like when the contractions yeah. really started just getting more regular. And so the car was already packed. We just literally had to go get to the hospital. I was already fully effaced and three centimetres dilated, oh, which was so cool. nice. Yeah. And, I, and they're like, it's so funny because they say to you, oh, well done. And I'm like, oh, I didn't fucking do anything. I just like, stood there and I moaned and yelled yes. him to time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm like, now, like, we could go to the top. I'm like, another one. <laughs> it was very funny. And, you know, the whole time during this early labour, I was so happy. Yeah. I was like. But this is what you wanted. Oh, it's like, exactly what yeah. I wanted. I'm like, oh my God, we might get our birth plan. Like, uh, And, you know, I'd made my birth plan knowing that first births 
don't go to plan. Yeah. And like 50% of first births like either need a con- an induction or end up in intervention. Like, so I was, I was aware that I may not get it, but I was so happy and I just kept saying to Mick, oh my God, this is exactly what I wanted and I don't yeah. have to be induced. I'm so happy. Yeah. So yeah, we get to the hospital and they were fab. I had this really great midwife first up and uh, <laughs> so funny. I was like, oh, I really want to try the bath at some point and I want to try the gas. And they're like, let's go. And I was like, oh my God, how quickly is all this going to happen? And I couldn't believe that it had already been sort of five, so six hours. So what time do you reckon you got to the hospital? Uh, one o'clock, oh, one thirty, right something right. like that yeah. in the morning. Yeah. So after they'd done the V and everything and... Um, checked on baby and baby was fine. So they let me get into the bath. And well, I tried the gas first before I got in the bath. I'm like, oh, I don't want to exhaust all of my options. Like yeah. I'm, I'm going okay, but the pain is getting, it's getting worse. Like obviously it's gonna. And um, they're like, no, no, go for it. Like you can have the gas as long as you want. You can be in the bath as long as you want. I'm like, so I took, <laughs> I took a puff of the gas and I was like, I just feel pissed. Like this just made me feel so drunk. And then I was like, this is like world's best hotel. Giant bath and free drugs. <laughs> is huge it took forever to feel i was getting really really annoyed how long yeah. it was taking well it would be like our spa bath by the time mm. our spa bath feels i don't want you're to over it anymore. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like 10 o'clock at night you're like no um anyway i got in the bath was heaven labored in the bath for ages and i had like this huge emotional teary moment mick's like what's wrong i'm like i'm just so happy oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was so lame i know so but it was it was no, great like so i know good. it was it was good and i was just so relieved that i was getting the labor that i really wanted yeah. tried to manifest it so hard yeah <laughs> and then sort of back and forth from the bath and shower and um <laughs> the whole thing was so comical like the the labor the early labor stuff was easy like i i look back at that and i think you know the time went super quick i don't know what the hell happens when you're in labor but it's like you look at the clock and then you look again and it's been four hours. Like, yeah. And it doesn't feel like that at all. Maybe That was just me. I know some women probably feel like it goes super slow. But um, <laughs> Mick was so good. Like I was in the shower. <laughs> this is so funny. I laugh so hard when I think of this. He gets in the shower with me and I was like, honey, I have to tell you this, but you smell like B.O. Uh, and he was looking at me. He's like, mm, okay. I was like, do you want to get in the shower and have a bit of a wash? And he's like, no, I'll just go and put some deodorant on. Anyway, he goes away, like, to put deodorant on. Because like, he wasn't quite in the shower. He's just sort of holding the shower head and stuff. He goes away and then I was like, that wasn't you. It was oh. me. <laughs> and I felt so bad and he come back and I'm like, it wasn't you that stinks like B.O., it's me. <laughs> so funny. By the time morning shift came on, so at 6 o'clock in the morning I had another VE and I was only like five centimetres. But then the midwife was so good, she was like, do you want to know? And I was like, no, no, I don't really. I don't, no, I don't. And I thought that I would. But yeah. she was like, no, like because some people get too focused on mm. how many centimetres they yeah. dilated after four hours and whatever else. And I was like, no, nah, I'm happy not knowing. I know that it's progressing. Like, I'm happy. So then the morning shift came on. I had a student midwife, like the continuity of care. Uh, her name was Renee and she was brilliant. And I actually forgot to message her when I went into labour. Oh. <laughs> so I felt really guilty, but she knew because they, like the hospital had me flagged as one of her patients. Yeah. So, um, she knew, she messaged me like, how are you going? I'm like, oh, fuck. I to <laughs> yeah, but she was great and she <laughs> accidentally didn't know that I didn't know how far dilated oh. I was. So she told me that I was halfway. 
um, which was fine. I didn't really sort of think one way or the other about that. And then pretty much from I'd say maybe 9 o'clock in the morning until 12, that got really hard. Like I was just sucking on the gas so hard. And we had – there was a midwife who used to work at our hospital um, named Karen and she was in charge in the morning. So she kept coming in. I, pre- I feel like she was almost there the whole time and it was so nice having a familiar face yeah. and I was like <laughs> I felt like I could really be myself because she knew me yeah. and not that I didn't feel like I could be myself with the others but <laughs> she said something like oh she was this far dilated five, about five minutes ago and I'm like huffing on this gas and I'm in pain I was like it was not five minutes Karen <laughs> <laughs> Like it was way longer than that, and I just like, and she's like, okay, okay. <laughs> she's like, maybe it was a bit more than five minutes. I'm like, it was not five minutes, and I'm like high on this gas, like growling at her. And she was so good. And Mick, Mick's like, it's like you had a friend in Renee, you had a mum in your other midwife, um, Mandy, and then you had the boss, like Karen. Yeah. She's like telling you, like, no nonsense. You're not using the gas properly. Like she's, you know, hard yeah. on me. But I appreciated that, like, I respond to that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so amazing that midwives, like, the way that they coach you. Like, I really needed that coaching mm. and that that people, rem- you know, just reminding me to focus on what's going on because you get so, like... Distracted. Yes. And yeah. you just... You, all you can think about is the pain and you forget how to breathe. Like, it, you know, it's so nice having them telling you, you know, you need to breathe or use the gas or this is how you do it. And they just yeah. keep reminding you and keeping you focused on what you're doing. Then I... Pretty much like I was transitioning. I felt like it was for a long time and it got to the point where <laughs> this is – I look back and I'm so humiliated. Like I think, what the hell was I thinking? So then I start going, it hurts, it hurts. And they're like, yeah, yeah, it does, it does. <laughs> and I'm thinking, yeah, I, I would fucking hate me if I was nursing me. Like, So then um, – and then I get to the point where I'm like – I'm just so tired. I'm just so tired. And because obviously I had a really big day and then yeah. didn't sleep all night. And then as we're getting to 11 o'clock the next day. And they're like, you can do it. I'm like, I know I can, but I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> That's so you. You're like, I know. I know I can. I but just, I don't want I don't to. Want to. <laughs> <laughs> so if we could just put a pin in it, yeah. there you go. <laughs> so then, and then it gets past this and I'm going... That's the transition phase, yes. though, isn't it? Oh like, my that's god, what yes. happens in that phase. Yeah, like, yeah. And the... but I didn't realize transitioning goes for so long. Like I think it goes from like six or seven centimeters up until you're fully dilated. Oh, like a... And it goes for a long time. Like <laughs> yeah. I mean, you watch one born every minute, and they're like, "I'm going home," and they're like, "The baby's coming," and then they push yeah. it out. Editing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like that. <laughs> um, so then my transition went from me just being in pain to then me begging them to put me out of my misery. <laughs> And I'm going, please, please. (laughs) And so then the midwives are looking at me like, does she really want pain relief? And so then the gas, I'm still like huffing on the gas. And at this point it wasn't working. It worked really well in the Mm. beginning. So then I'm like, I want the epidural. I really want an epidural. And I didn't know that there was no way that I was getting one. So then they're how, looking. Like how dilated were you? Um, I don't know. So they didn't oh, check okay. me from that sort of halfway mark until I was nine centimetres. Yeah. So I was kind of thinking because obviously my perception of time was 
totally gone. (laughs) I was thinking they're going to let me have one. Like they're going to let me have this ever draw. And then once the contraction was over, Renee was like, because I'd given them the birth plan. Honestly, other thing, when I gave Holly the birth plan, I gave it to, I said to Mick, can he give it to Holly? And I was like, did she laugh that it was laminated? She's like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like I've had a lot of time on my hands, Holly. <laughs> it was very funny. But yeah, so epidural wasn't in my birth plan. I my birth plan literally said like you can offer me panadol and the gas and I'll ask if I want more. But then you didn't ask you begged. <laughs> yeah. So then I was like technically my birth plan's like open to an epidural. So then I'm like begging them for an epidural and then when the contraction's over, Renee's like, Do you really want an epidural? And I'm like, No, <laughs> What's Mick doing during all this? He's just watching. Like he was yeah. – because he didn't want to get in the bath, which was fine. And um, I was – I seemed to be managing. And I felt like there wasn't a great deal that he could do. Somewhere during the morning shift, I got out of the bath and sort of tried to labour on the bed a bit. And I got a bit of a rest. Like I got into this position that sort of let me go to sleep uh, yeah. <laughs> between kind of contractions. And like I was on my knees with my head down almost. Yeah. And I had a bit of a rest. And then they were like, no, things are slowing down. Like you need to get up. And so every time I stood up, it was like things just ramped straight Mm. up. And I think looking back now, I should have just stayed vertical because things would have progressed quicker. quicker. But obviously it's too painful. So you want to get into a position that's not as painful. So I did go back and forth between the bath and the shower a bit. And (laughs) in the shower, um, they had these two shower heads, which was great. And one of them like pointing at my belly and the other one on your back. And then the one that I'd put to face my belly kept falling out. And then I'd have another contraction. I'd be like, Mick, fix it! (laughs) 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 And so then he's come and fix it. He's like, they've installed it upside down. And I was like, no, they haven't! Like I'm yelling at him. And then I was looking down and I was like, oh no, I did it upside down. (laughs) 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 The poor guy is so good to me. And then when I was on the bed... He was like massaging me. Apparently, I thought it was for like 10 minutes and then he stopped. And with the next contraction, I just glared at him like, do something. (laughs) He's like, I just massaged you for two hours. (laughs) I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) This is your fault. Do something. It was so funny. So good. Anyway, so then I was still like in transition, begging for pain relief, and Karen was like, "We could get you some morphine. Is that what you want?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> just didn't. I was like, "Like, just let me win." <laughs> yeah. And so it's so funny because like during the whole transition process, I'm looking around and they're all just looking at me like yeah. no one's fucking doing anything. <laughs> and um, then at one point I was like, "I'm at the end. This is the end." <laughs> And they're like, okay, we'll get her out and we'll get the doctor to like do a VE. And I was like, oh, they're going to let me have an epidural. <laughs> like, I was so, just, so fucked. So I get on the bed and the doctor checked and the contractions are so much worse when I got out of the water. The doctor checked me and she said that a bit of the cervix was kind of stuck over the baby's head. Yeah. So she's like, we're going to push it off. And I think the VEs are so painful, mm. but if they go in a bit and then let you kind of relax and open to it then it's okay but because you're so tense and it just makes it all worse anyway she sort of I was like just wait a sec so she waited one sec and then literally just like shoved this cervix off the baby's head and it was fucking excruciating like it was worse than the whole that was the the worst part of the entire 
but the but the pain only lasted like two seconds. Yeah. And she's like, your labor's going to ramp. And I pretty much like jumped myself off the bed. Like it was so painful. Uh. And she's like, your labor's really going to ramp up now. And then within seconds I was pushing. Oh. Like, yeah. Yep. So then I got off the bed and I'd given up on the gas because like, yeah. like, the thing doesn't work. <laughs> and um, I got off the bed. I was like, the bed was really high and I was leaning on it. And then all of a sudden I just weed everywhere oh. and my belly like went super tight. And I was like, and I made this noise like, <laughs> and I looked at Karen and I'm like, that's not me. I'm not doing that. <laughs> She's like, okay. And she got me to go and sit over the toilet like backwards. But I found that really uncomfortable mix. Like you screamed so much worse when you were on the toilet. Like you, yeah. they should have just got you off because it was awful. But they wanted, they reckoned that that was helping the baby like the get around angle. the bend. Yeah. yeah. But I found the toilet really uncomfortable even later in pregnancy. Like I was leaning to mm. one side if I had to sit on the toilet because it was just not comfortable. Yeah. So I got off the toilet relatively quickly and um, ended up in sort of a kneeling on the floor over the bed. And Mick was kneeling on the other side, like holding my hands and he was squeezing my hands every time I had a contraction. Yeah. I really thought I was going to be a quiet labourer, but... I don't know why you would think that. <laughs> I, <don't either. laughs> I feel like anyone that knows you might not agree with that. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I did thought you yeah, I'm going to be I super fun. I thought you might like sing and do hum a lot. I sang it. I did actually, like yeah. um, randomly. Like we actually had music on for a bit, which I thought I would hate, but I mm. really enjoyed that, like trying to focus on that and just kind of humming along with whatever was on. The creepiest thing ever. When they did that nine centimetre um, VE, Daughters by John Mayer came on. Uh. And I was thinking, oh, my God, imagine if we had a girl to this song. And then it wasn't quite to that song no. but uh, because I pushed for an, nearly an hour, which to me I felt like I was pushing for 10 minutes. Like yeah. it didn't feel that long. They're like, oh, yeah, we can see baby's head. And they got me to put one leg up and that was fine. But fuck me, that whole <laughs> – that ring of fire that they tell you about, like it – it burns. Yeah, well, <laughs> I can't imagine. I know. And I really – I don't know. I guess I was expecting it and I knew when it was happening, I was like, oh, my God, this is what everybody tells you about, you know. And I was like, it's Karen's like, yeah, it's going to burn. What are you fuckers even doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really good. I didn't swear at anyone. I think I saw a couple of times, but not at, not directed not at, at anyone, yeah. which is really good. I thought I'm either going to be super composed and really in control or yeah. I'm going to be totally beside myself and out of control. But I feel like I was like in the, in the middle. I screamed a lot because my throat was really sore <laughs> the next day. I was like, oh, I need some lozenges. But anyway, so yeah. It was pretty funny because they're like, oh, we can see the head. And then I probably had two more pushes and they were like, <laughs> could hear them go, the head. And like, <laughs> so her head came out and then she just, the rest of her body kind of like flew out. Did they go? What was the, what was the thing we were torturing the manager? Asked to umbida. Oh, anus to umbi. Anus to umbi. <laughs> uh, I guess. I don't really know because she shot out that quick. I think they actually had to catch her. Like, so <laughs> I could literally just hear like all this gushing and I I actually thought that maybe she'd like fallen on the floor. <laughs> like that was how quick I it happened. I like they'd never tell you that. No, I don't think they would either. <laughs> I did hear someone go, nice catch. Like, because <laughs> she just shot out, seriously. Because I, I don't know, because they said later, they're like, yeah, well, her little eyebrows were out. And, and then no with the next, I know, like. and then they're like, with the next contraction, you expect that it's just going to be the head. head. Well, it wasn't. It was her whole body. Oh, <laughs> um, and I, I was at, at that point, I was like, when they said the head was out, 
dude, I was like, it's yeah. fucking on. Like, Let's I'm go, getting yeah. this kid out because I just want this to be over so was bad. Was Nick down that end or was he still no, in no, front of No, no, he was still in front of me. Like, he didn't Can't watch your favourite pub burn down. That's exactly what it, Nick said. He's like, it's like watching your favourite pub burn down. I'm like, mm, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I didn't really blame him. He's not, like, no. a super – like, he doesn't like watching medical shows and yeah. stuff because it just makes him feel sick. Like, he doesn't Well, you're better to have him, him at, like, facing you than fainted on the floor. Yeah, exactly right. The and intention should be on you. And he was like, mate, I saw enough. Like <laughs> – He's like, I saw you on the toilet. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, that was enough. Anyway, so she's she's born in a hurry there. Yeah. And then they pass her through to me and I was like, what did we get? And they're like, look, have a look. <laughs> and I was looked at and I'm like, a girl. We had a girl. <laughs> that was literally like my reaction. I was like, is that right? Like, And I was had to check again. <laughs> like, what? I was so convinced we were going to have a boy. Like I was expecting to have a boy in yeah. my arms. And then we got on the bed and I was just looking at her. I'm like, the fuck? I got so confused. <laughs> and then I really, I think my first thought was, I'm not crying. Why am I crying? I was like, oh, I'm not really emotional. I'm just so relieved that it's over. Yeah. Like I really thought that I was going to be one of those people that was like, oh, baby, look at that baby. She's so beautiful. It wasn't like that at all. I was like, oh, my God, it's over. And I was knackered and it was so fun in the whole labour because I hadn't eaten since like it must have been 6.30 the Monday night and it's now 1.30 the following day and Karen kept – Karen and Mick kept trying to force feed me at like some sort of hydrolyte drink and every time (laughs) I took a sip I'm like (laughs) – And they're like, you have to drink it, you have to drink it. I'm like, you drink it. Give me a coffee. <laughs> I, was, I was like, and every time, it's just so funny. I look back, I'm like, you fucking idiot, Alicia. Like, And I, I was, anyway, I drank a heap of water through the whole thing, but they're like, you really need to get some sugar into you. Like, yeah. you're gonna, you're not, you need energy for pushing. I was just doing it because it made them happy. Like, I wasn't doing it because I could see that it was reasonable. Yeah. I was just doing it because they'd fuck off for a bit. <laughs> and, oh, and I was just so exhausted. Like, the whole, towards mm. the end, I was like, I can't do this. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I was it, and when they told me I was nine centimeters, I was like, oh, I was devastated because I was like, well, there goes my chance at an epidural, right? <laughs> and but the other, there was no part of my brain going, it means it's nearly over. Like no. it was like, oh, you're not gonna get an epidural. You got more pain to come. And then the and then my next thought was, but you still might get a Caesar. Like that oh. was that's how my brain was going. Like. I was like excited at the prospect of having a Caesar when that was literally the last thing I wanted because yeah, I wanted to be able to walk and drive and, you know, do all of the normal things. And so funny what your brain does when you're so desperate. Like, yeah, and tired and so tired and just had depleted. it, just had enough. Yeah. Did she need any intervention when she was born? Or Nothing. Apgar's eight and nine. Ooh. Mm. Um, yeah, she cried pretty much as soon as she was born. <laughs> Must have been a shock. <laughs> um, so what the fuck just yeah. happened? <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, so we knew we were going to call it Olive Rose. Like we were pretty set that that was going to be our girl's name. What? Um, where's that from? Olive. <laughs> You're going to laugh. So, so I laughed because I was like, Alicia would 100 percent pick a botanical name. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really. Yeah. There's a few names that I like. Maybe that were botanical-ish. So when Mick and I first met, or when we were dating for not you that long, you don't even like olives. No, I fucking hate olives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what's so funny. He Mick loves olives, yeah. right? And when we were together not that long, I'm like, you love olives so much. He goes, yep, I'm going to name my first kid Olive. 
Like as a joke. Uh. Right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's so funny. And then as time kind of went on, I was like, I really love that name for a girl. And then, you know, you get patients in the hospital that are in their 90s and they're so cute. Yeah. And their name's Olive and you're like, oh, you're cute. Then when we got pregnant, we had Charlie for a girl, which I didn't love. Like I wasn't yeah. in love with that name. And then we went to Maggie. Then I was like, oh, it's still another name that I kind of not in love with. And then I was like, you know, I really do kind of like the name Olive. And what started as a joke ended up being the name for our little girl. And Rose comes from the, um, my sister's middle name, so Pippa, Pippa Rose. Oh, that's nice. Mm, I know, lovely. So. I told my, oh, I talked to my dad um, on the way over here today. He's like, oh, what are you recording with Alicia? And I said, oh, we're just recording her birth story. And he's like, oh, she had the baby because he's on Facebook, but he never goes yeah, on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Not that I've shared it. On no, and, and he would not see why. my yeah. post anyway. <laughs> he said, what did she call it? And I said, um, like, Olive Rose. And he said, that's a beautiful name. You never hear that name anymore. No, what I a know. lovely yeah. name. It and I was nice just name. like, oh. But it's funny, the reactions from some, well, maybe not some people, just my Alma, really. Her reaction was like, Olive. Like, she screwed up her nose a bit and was like, Olive. But she says it in a Dutch accent. She's like, Olive. Olive. Like, <laughs> and um, she's now we like, have deli mates. I know, I know. <laughs> I was thinking that. We've got Deli and Olive. Jess's baby, Deli. I don't know. I guess it was one of those names people were either going to love it or hate it, I think. Because and surely no one's told you they hate the name. No, they haven't. I've oh, had yeah. lots of people say, say how beautiful the name yeah. is. And people don't have to say that if they don't want to. And yeah. that's fine. And we knew that some people were not going to be a fan, which is whatever. You, they don't have to like it. She, yeah, that's right. Not, and if not she, their kid. No, and we call her Ollie anyway. Like yeah. a lot of the time we just call her Ollie because it's cute. And, and she is really cute. She had a tiny little squish nose. Obviously I've been stuck in yeah. your vagina for ages. Yeah, so her nose was like <laughs> fully squished to one side and when she had her baby check the next day I was like, could you just look at her nose and make sure it's all right? Because <laughs> it was really squished. It's almost fully popped out now. Yeah, though. almost. Looks I'd say so 99%. Popped. She just looks really... um. Like a little annoyed with the world at the moment. Oh, she's so grumpy. She just looks at you. Today I held Perpetually her. Perpetually disappointed. Like she frowns. Is there's why eyebrows? You? I suppose maybe that's what happens in the fourth trimester. Like yeah, well, they're somewhere mm. like cozy, warm, yep. wet, like Ooh, muted wet. tones, <laughs> moist. Yeah. <laughs> now she comes out and she's cold and it's spacious and it's mm. fucking loud. And yeah, exactly right. And we do we I did do a bit of reading about the fourth trimester because I had never heard of it really. And um, we have tried to sort of replicate that a little bit. And she, I mean, it works. Like she loves to suck. She loves, like she's been sucking since Mm. she was in utero. Well, when Amelia was born at 32 weeks, she was only a couple of days out and the NICU nurses said, can we give her a dummy? So originally I'd been told that they wouldn't even try to breastfeed or do anything until 35 weeks because they don't develop a suck reflex in 35 weeks. But they said all she wants to do is suck. Mm -hmm. And she was only like just over 32 weeks. So they gave her a dummy, which was like, the size of her face. <laughs> and like, it was so, it was like a normal size dummy, but yeah, she yeah. had teeny tiny but compared face. to her yeah. head, yeah. <laughs> and she started sucking. So like by 35 weeks, she was fully feeding. Yeah, that's um, good. By suck, not by a tube. Wow. But I didn't know that. Like I didn't know that she hadn't started that mm. reflex. Yeah, yet. yeah, for and sure. The, the you just assume it's something that babies can do. Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting because Ollie, like we had that 4D ultrasound and she was sucking on the end of the placenta. And Ugh. yeah, I know, gross. <laughs> Um, I have a video of it, I'll show you. It's in, I was reading something and they're like, some babies that suck super hard, like in utero, 
have a lot of trouble latching. Like they've got a really good uh, suck, but not a really bad. And we struggle a little bit on the latching side of things. But she sucks so well yeah. that even if she gets a bad latch, she's still getting good amounts of milk. Yeah. So sometimes I just kind of put up with it for a oh, little yeah, bit. That would be really painful for you. Oh, I know. But then you you got to unlatch and relatch, and then if that's painful, it's like well, might as well fucking keep going just with the bad going. latch. Yeah. yeah. But I'm trying to look after my nipskis. Yeah. <laughs> And today was the only day that I hadn't had a shower before 9.30, just so you know. I've been trying to still look after myself, like not neglect yeah. myself just because I've got a baby. Oh, That's that her crying. <laughs> <laughs> that was really fun. That was such a good story. I'm glad you got what you wanted. Do you know, it was, yeah, it was exactly what I wanted. And I, yeah. like I, So I finished off with a first degree tear that didn't need suturing. Yeah. So the tear part of things, like the inspection of the tear was awful. Like uh, awful. Like you've just gone through a birth. And then you've birthed this horrific placenta and that was painful in itself. Can I please have some pain relief? They're like, ah, not yet. you got to birth the placenta. I'm like, oh, God. So but I could have gas, which didn't really do anything at that point either. Um, but birthing the placenta was pretty fucking horrible. I'm like, you Caesar mums are all so lucky you don't have to do that because <laughs> it's fucking horrible. It's like giving birth to a giant gooey baby. Oh, can't relate. Didn't yeah. have anything. <laughs> <laughs> and then they inspect you for tears and stuff. So you've just gone through this like massive pain and the pain doesn't just go away like like yeah, people well, you, think it does. uterus contracts for days. Like yeah, I had yeah. uterine contraction pains oh, even though I had a C-section yeah, right. for like Were you days pumping or anything? Yeah, non-stop. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't realise, like I think, you know, people say, oh, if you have a vaginal birth, like the pain's gone. Like, you know, and I think in my head I had, I believed that. Yeah. Like that I wouldn't be in pain once she was out, but I was. Like I was in a fair amount of pain. But I guess you kind of downplay it because of what you've just been through. Yeah. Like, then they get these jumbo dry swabs. Oh, my God, that sounds horrific. Yeah. <laughs> Already. Yeah. Like, you know, the white jumbo just, swabs that come So, in. yeah, I imagine, like, by that point, your vagina is like a flappy little, like, cave. Pretty much because it's like all a, ex- being like, stretched. Yeah, like a balloon. Deflated balloon yeah, that's yes. like floppy. That's exactly what it looks <laughs> like. like <"Bleh." laughs> and it's like there's blood everywhere and you're laying in this bloody gross mess. Oh. Because they got me up on the bed yeah. after um, she was born and the inspecting of the tears is fucking horrible. They want you to feed and I'm like, can I just lay here for a few yeah, minutes, please? I just, I just need some alone yeah, time. I, just, <laughs> like, I really just – my whole body's been assaulted. <laughs> like I just, need, I just need a minute. And, like, even though I'd had a really beautiful birth, like – They all kind of came and found me after, like, the next day and stuff. And the midwife who delivered her, she came and found me and she was like, how are you? Are you okay? And I was like, yeah, thank you so much. Like, you know, and I just thanked her for everything. And she was yeah. like – I was really worried you were going to hate me because we didn't give you what you wanted. Oh. And I was like, no, no, I'm glad. You like, did give me what I wanted. I know. And that's what, yeah. yeah. She's like, yeah. And she's like, your husband was so good. Like I, we appreciated the way that he was. And then she actually came and found him the next day and was like, you need to give talks to husbands like on or dads and partners on how to be in a birth because you didn't put pressure on us to, yeah. to do something because you could see your wife's in pain you could see that she's begging us for something, but you knew what she wanted deep down yeah. and you knew that she would be angry at herself if yeah. she had have done that. And the whole thing for me was that I didn't want to have an epidural or morphine or anything because my biggest fear was that I wouldn't be able to feed or that she'd yeah. come out and need um, assistance or yeah. something. And that was just something I did. I was like, if I can avoid, oh, I've just squirted her in the eye. <laughs> I think um, Mick also respects you enough to not intervene. Like I think he's, I mean, he knows 
that you are very strong-willed and whilst you might be lying there begging for it as if like if he <laughs> intervened he'd be like oh, I'd be on the end of that yeah so exactly. smart enough to yeah. keep his mouth shut and just be supportive yeah exactly right and um I think yeah, he just knew that I would have beaten myself up yeah. about it too. Yeah. And yeah, and then I probably would have been, why did you let me do yeah, that? Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. Um, I wasn't thinking straight, that kind of thing. And yeah. so I really appreciated that he was so tough. And she was like, the amount of partners that cave, you know, and that yeah, put course. pressure on us. And because then, they feel helpless. Like, yeah, they literally yeah. can't do anything. And if, if they think that they're advocating, if they think yeah. that they can do something, then they will. Yeah. And whereas I guess Mick kind of knew I was really. I was really dead set on not having an epidural. Yeah. And even though I think because you just want relief, you just want, of course, you just want relief, yeah. even if it's for an hour and you can, yeah. you know, and you don't think about the consequences from that. Although between contractions, I was really like, nah, nah, baby first. Like it's not about me. It's about the yeah. baby. And even though, you know, lots of babies are born super healthy from an epidural and yeah. whatever. But then I, in the back of my head, I'm like, no, because if you have an epidural, your labor can slow down yeah. and you're more likely to need, need an episiotomy and, or, or, yeah. you know, forceps or whatever other interventions. So, um, I was like, nah, if I can just keep persevering, then it's going to be over at some point. Like, yeah. um, but I still, then I walk away and you know, the midwives had come and, and a lot of the midwives that I didn't even know were like, oh, you smashed it. Like, you did so good. I'm like, no, no, I didn't. I didn't. Like, did you hear me screaming? Like, did you hear me begging to be put out of my misery? Like, clearly, I'm like, you've all got a warped sense of yeah. what doing well is. And uh, I think the fact that it was more that I was active, that I was, like, changing positions all the time and yeah. really trying to keep moving. And I think they appreciate that. I don't That you were not just laying there yeah making them what can you do about it (laughs) yeah yeah um so that was it was really interesting the perception that the midwives had and I thought fuck me imagine the women that don't do well like if that if that's doing well (laughs) yeah fuck fuck (laughs) but so all up it was 18 hours Mm. 18 and a bit hours um but you know people ask me how's your birth I'm like fucking awesome yeah well when I first saw you like what the first Friday when you were home and yes, I dropped off the yes, stuff. three days after she was born, yeah. You were like, oh, my God, I can't wait to tell you. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, stop talking. She's like, it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was really good. And, I, like, the midwives were amazing. And oh, she had a hearing test on Tuesday. We went back and gave them a present. And, yeah. But, yeah, they, they were all fab. And, yeah, wow. now I've got a kid. And I look at her now and I think, how the fuck did we have a girl? <laughs> welcome to that club yeah, yeah i know oh my god of course the women with mother issues <laughs> yeah, get girls <laughs> Fuck. just give us a boy god damn it. i know i was like but I'm you'll probably gonna... go again unlike oh, me yeah. no, you'll go again you'll yeah, have well i so, sorry i'm no pressure no 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 <laughs> when's your next one alicia you know, i was i was thinking like mix like so are you still thinking we can have more kids? Like, because he, he would like more. Yeah, like, yeah, he's like, he wants three. Big family. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, yeah, but I can see why people just have one. <laughs> <laughs> and he's looking at me like, mm, that's not the answer I was looking for. But you know, as far as the birth, definitely did not scare me off having. You were so excited for the birth too. Like in the lead up, you just were like, I can't wait to get in there. I just didn't want to be scared of what because yeah. I knew like from. You know, because I'm a preparer. I feel like this part here, that like sitting here now, mothering, breastfeeding, looking after, keeping her alive, is way scarier than the pregnancy and birth. Yeah, yeah, and especially because she'd lost a fair bit of weight. Because we went home day two, like pretty much at 48 hours. They weighed her, and they were like, "Oh, normally people go home day three, so they get weighed on day three. 
So she lost like 9.7% of her body weight. And yeah. they were like, oh, anything over 6% we're not too happy, happy. about. Yeah. But they're like, really, it's not a big issue because it's day two. Like maybe yeah. if we weighed her on day three, her weight would be up a bit more. Yeah. And um, so then that was kind of like, I was like, oh, well, they're not worried. So I'm not worried. But we really weren't feeding well first probably four or five days and they came the next day and she'd only put on 10 grams and they were like oh you need to feed her every three hours like yeah strict every three hours I was like when do you sleep because it takes an hour to feed these Mate. things like I know <laughs> and then I, was I like, used to feed pump put her down and I'd be like all right I have uh 53 minutes, minutes <laughs> until the next one and yeah. I would like I'm my whole life I've been a take me an hour or so to go to sleep oh. literally Asleep before my head hit yeah, the, the oxytocin does Alarm that. goes off. Fuck, 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 fuck. Start again. Go again, yeah. And I must admit, during the night, I never changed a nappy unless it was, like, saturated because I could not do it. During the day, yeah. no problem. Yeah. But during the night, I was like, feed, pump, her. put her <laughs> down. Well, yeah. and I never laid down to feed at night. Like, mm-hmm. I just sat there because... Yeah, I can't do that at night either. I can oh. do it during the day. Usually in the evenings, I'll have a lie down feed just because yeah. my back's usually pretty sore and my tailbone's fucked from the birth yeah but i was so scared at night about like dropping it or yeah rolling over on it because i just thought i've never slept this heavy in Mm, my life but yeah it was crazy at night when you just like you do everything and then you look at the clock and you're like shit yeah i have yeah and i remember thinking for the first i don't know if it was six or seven weeks i have literally not slept longer than a two hour block and i remember one night i must have my alarm was set for 2 a.m Especially having a premie would have been like, oh, and it was so strict. Like I just had no yeah. leeway. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I woke up in the morning and it, the sun was up, and I was like, oh my god, my phone was not next to my bed. It was on the like dresser at the other side of the bedroom. Uh. I had turned my phone off. So at the two o'clock, the alarm's obviously gone off. I've like fully turned the phone off, put it down, lied back, gone to sleep. Oh. No recollection of it. And I remember thinking, my baby's going to be dead. I haven't fed oh. it. I haven't fed oh. it. It's going to be dead. <laughs> I like look in the cot and she's just like lying there awake looking at me like, are you going to feed me? Yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> hungry, mate. <laughs> and then I fed her and I was like, oh, shit. But yeah, it was really tough. Yeah. When he said demand feed overnight. I thought, great, because she is such a good sleeper. I'm going to get – and I remember that first six-hour block of sleep that I got and I woke up and I was like, "Uh, fuck, fuck. And I couldn't function that day because I had so much sleep. My brain was like couldn't turn on. That first night after she'd only gained 10 grams and they said we had to strictly feed, it was like she wanted to feed every half an hour. I was like, what the hell is going on? My nipples were wrecked and I was in pain and then her like latching her was a nightmare. Like I was in tears and then – and then she'd go down for a sleep, sleep for half an hour and then she'd want to feed again. And then I felt myself going, please don't want to feed again. Please don't want to mm. feed again. And I was getting like upset every time she got upset because I just did not want to feed. I was like, this is so painful. It shouldn't be like this. And I messaged a friend of mine, like, do you have a shield? And she was like, yeah. And I'm like, right. Sent Mick around there at midnight to go get this shield. <laughs> and um, it was, she came off after that feed covered in milk. And I was like, oh my God, this is how feeding's supposed to be. They're supposed to be covered in milk and content and like yeah. sleepy and she hadn't been like that at all the whole uh. time. And so then we had a check again on the Monday and she'd put on heaps so they yeah. were happy. Like, Or she'd put on 85 grams or something, which yeah. is enough for daily weight gain. And so then I think that was like the 
that was like the hardest point, I guess. Yeah. And then you go, oh my God, I'm keeping a human alive with just yes. my tits. Like, <laughs> how is that even happening? Yeah, that's so good. Bizarre. Like, I don't, I don't feel different. Like, I just feel like this is always the way it was meant to be kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Like, it was nice to have you back. Um, nice tell to be your back. story, baby so Olive. Now I've got a child attached to me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that part of it feels different, but yeah, I don't know. It just feels like I think the world felt a little bit different for a bit. Well, I think it it definitely it's like when you get married. Yes. I never thought it would change. Changed everything. Changed everything. Have yeah. baby. Changed everything again. Yeah. But in like in a really good way. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Mick says um, that coming home. So I sent him home the second night, like to get a full night's rest. So then. He would yeah. be well rested for when we came home. He came the next day and I said, how was it? Like, he goes, it was like walking into a fucking crime scene. Like, you come home <laughs> and he's like, it was, everything was exactly how we'd left it while you were in like, you know, yeah. pain and in labour and there was a chair in the shower and all the food was still out and he's like, it was just weird. Like, anyway, it's been lovely being yeah. back and I hope everyone enjoyed hearing my ridiculous <laughs> birth story. I love it. Hmm. Don't forget to follow us on the socials at Two Humorous Nurses Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and send us your story suggestions and questions to humorousnurses at gmail.com. That's humorous like the bone. H-U-M-E-R-U-S. Bye. Bye.